there's this big crowd gathered, and Jesus is teaching some really important stuff. Like I said, these people are getting the knowledge of what God is doing. Life-changing, earth-shattering stuff. And then this happens. You get the idea. Big crowd, Jesus teaching, important stuff. Verse 13. Someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. I just, I, I just got to stop there. A friend of mine taught on this passage um, at, at seminary. Her name is Amy Wainwright. She nicknamed this guy Random Interrupter Man. <laughs> Have you ever known anybody like this? Like maybe you're out having dinner with a group of people. And you're having a conversation and everybody's in on it. And then someone goes, hey, and randomly interrupts with something completely out of left field that nobody was talking about in the first place. All of a sudden, all the attention goes to them and everybody's going, what? What? And whoever was interrupted is just like, oh, um, that's rude. I mean, what you want to do is like just chuck a mozzarella stick at him. But then you know... You paid like a dollar for that thing. So, here's Jesus, the Son of God, God the Son incarnate, talking to a huge group of people about the most important stuff in the world. The most important stuff in the world. And randomly out of nowhere, some guy, random interrupter man, speaks up and says, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. I mean, if I was Jesus, like, I, I mean, if Jesus was ever really going to get mad at somebody and, like, call fire down, I mean, not to kill them, just to singe their hair. Kind of like in a cartoon, you know? <laughs> Hair's all singed face is covered with ash. You know, kind of like shooting at him with a Roman candle or a bottle rocket or something. Okay, now everybody, back to the lecture at hand. Jeez. And Jesus, I mean, I can't see how he would not be slightly frustrated at this moment, and I think he might have been, judging by what he goes on to say. He replies, man, who appointed you, or who appointed me a judge and an arbitrator between you two? He then said to him, watch out. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. A person's life doesn't consist in the abundance of stuff. And then he told them this parable. The ground of a certain rich man produced a good crop. And he thought to himself, what will I do? I have no place to store my crops. Now, Let's put this in financial terms. This guy just came into a ton of money. His, that's how his guy's going to be making his living. So, big windfall of cash. He's, he's set. This is a good, good day. He is super happy on this day. And he says, what am I going to do? I know what I'll do. I'll tear down my barns and I'll build bigger ones. And there I'll store up all my grain and goods and I'll say to myself, Chill. That doesn't really say that, but that's my translation. Chill out. 
You have plenty of stuff laid up for many years. In other words, you've got all the cash you need. Time to lay back with his mind on his money, yes, and his money on his mind. You have many things laid up for many years. Take life easy, man. Eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, you fool. This very night, your life will be demanded of you. Then who will get what you've prepared for yourself? This is how it will be with everyone who stores up things for themselves, but is not rich toward God. And then Jesus goes on from there. Fascinating. What blows my mind about the story is what is going through the mind of random interrupter man. Okay, now it's easy for me to like sit out and judge him. Because obviously, his brother wasn't being fair, right? His brother's ripping him off, apparently. Not dividing the inheritance the way it's supposed to be. He wants some justice. This isn't an important issue in his life. It's something that matters. You know, who knows? Maybe he's got kids going to college. He needs the cash. It's his money. He wants it now. Right? So I see... You know, I see where he's coming from. He's got, he's got a legitimate issue and a legitimate grievance. This is a problem for him, a real problem. It's a problem in his family. It's a problem in his finances. It's a, it's a problem. It's, you know, I get it. I give it to him. But here's the funny thing. There he is sitting in the crowd listening to God the Son incarnate talking about the most important things in the world. And the only thing he can think about the entire time is this one problem. You ever been like that? Totally stuck on a one with just a one-track mind. It's wild to me. I mean, it's it's like, you know, I don't know. I'm gonna show how old I am, but when I was a teenager, I had a pager. I didn't have a cell phone. And yeah, we, we learned, we invented text messaging because we would type in numbers and you turn your pager upside down and read stuff. Am I right? Who did that? Where my peeps at? Yeah. We invented that stuff. Right? Now, granted, what you could say was very limited. <laughs> right? So I didn't have a cell phone. But sometimes I go to like, Julie, where were we at the other day when we saw those? Where, where were we at that was cool the other day? And we saw the teenager on her cell phone? Yes! It was the 4th of July in Prescott. Prescott. 4th of July. There's this big, huge carnival in Prescott. This is the place where you want to be. Everybody. There's like, they had thousands and thousands of people there. Over there, they're making corn dogs and falafels and weird things that look like tacos, but weren't, but were good. There's shaved ice. I mean, you, you think of all the stuff you're never supposed to eat. There it is. Yes, the Hawaiian shaved ice. Oh, funnel cakes. They had funnel cakes. They had a live band. There's fireworks. This is, if you live in Prescott, this is the one place to be. It doesn't seem like anybody from town is missing. 
Everybody is there. And yet, it was the wildest thing. We're walking by, and I'm like, I feel cool to be here. I'm not from this town, but I am tonight. We're walking, and this teenage girl had, it was a girl, right? Teenage girl had found a light pole in the middle of this big field that just happened to have an electric receptacle on it, and she brought her phone charger with her and plugged it in and was sitting on the ground on her cell phone. And I looked at him like, seriously, I even said something out loud. I'm like, you know what? This is actually the place where you're supposed to be right now. You're going to be Facebooking about what you did here later. So what are you possibly going to be Facebooking about? I'm sitting in the dirt next to a light pole. And you're like, dude, where else do you have to be? I see people, I've seen kids at Disneyland. I saw kids doing it in Hawaii. I'm like, people do save up for a lifetime to be on this beach. And there you are with a phone in your hand. I'm not bagging, right? Yeah, I am. (laughs) That's random interrupter man right there. Son of God, right there, talking to the crowd. Most important stuff in the world. Random interrupter man is sitting, checking his Facebook, and then blurts out, Master, teacher, you need to take care of my brother. He's a punk. (laughs) This is not fair. And then I think about my own life and how I think so many times I'm just like random interrupter man. Because like in a morning like this, you kind of catch a glimpse that God's up to something. And then I go back into my week And God might be wanting to say all kinds of things to me. God might be wanting to do all kinds of things that would continue to blow our minds. He might want to involve us in things that we can't imagine, things that you couldn't expect, things that would surprise you and shock you. God might have some things just up the road that will that will just blow your mind. You will sit and just go, whoa. And God might be wanting to say something about it, and God might be wanting to draw us into something. But I wonder sometimes... If when God looks at me and he's like, Steve, this is a place where you want to be. There's some stuff going on. Look at all this stuff. Look what's happening. And I'm sitting there. God, will you make my dog stop eating my stuff? (laughs) Or God, seriously, I have to buy new tires? Or God, come on. The battery went out on my bike, my motorcycle. See what I'm saying? Sometimes I think I'm more like random interrupter man than the masses of crowds that were sitting listening to what the most important stuff in the world at that moment. I guess the point of my thought about it is I wonder if we go into this week, if we couldn't find ways to be just a little less like random interrupter man and open our lives and our hearts up to what God might be doing everywhere. That we might lift up our eyes and put down our metaphorical cell phone just long enough 
to see the wonder that's happening all around us all the time. And maybe if we did that, we'd catch another glimpse. We'd catch another glimpse and then another glimpse and another glimpse that wherever you are this week, God knows where you are. He knows where you are. He hasn't forgotten about you. And as we trust in Him, He will guide and direct our lives and we're going to find out we will find out as we persevere and trust that he knows how to do all things well. Does that make sense? Stand with me.